Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast that we answer the questions that you were too afraid to ask. Was that, was that correct? No, no, that wasn't. It came out of my mouth and I was like, something's wrong here. I think it's that where we answer the questions that you are... Mm, fuck. What is it? The podcast where we answer the questions that you're too afraid to ask. There we go. <laughs> I put and, in an extra word or something. I know. Jeez. And this week's topic is politics Mm -hmm. but before that (laughs) i think this directly relates to what just happened (laughs) this episode is coming later on a monday because we are still hungover from halloween oh my god (laughs) yesterday so we were supposed to record friday being smart citizens we were like (laughs) let's get it out of the way saturday we're going to be prepping for halloween which we did a safe halloween hopefully everybody else was staying safe which i've seen a lot of photos proving that uh, people were not Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so we were like, Saturday is a bust, Sunday we're going to be too hungover, and then Brie forgot about Friday and like <laughs> had work and whatever bullshit excuse she was feeding me that day. <laughs> and we were like, let's try for Sunday. Yesterday I was so hungover, I was throwing up, which I never throw up because of alcohol. Um, and then, so yeah, t- we're filming on a Monday, and we're looking like shit and probably sounding it's like shit. It's literally going to, like, we're going to record this, press save, and upload to... Oh, this is just a live upload. Yeah, like if you are listening to this on Monday, we just recorded. Yeah. Like, the mic is still hot. Do mics get hot? No. No. But imagine it. The yeah. hot breath Steaming. is still on it. <laughs> Ew. Oh, God. In COVID? COVID season. Jeez, we should have, like, splash seals yeah, or something. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um. So, it is... November 2nd today. Mm. Usually we would have to like say, you know, this is going up on November 2nd, but it is November 2nd, 2020. (laughs) And that would mean that tomorrow Mm -hmm. is November 3rd, 2020, which is the U.S. election. And Brie has been dreading this topic Mm -hmm. um, for reasons that we will get into. And I, I guess I've been dreading it in some ways, but I think it's obviously very important. Um, But I think the first thing that I've been dreading it for is a mentality a mentality that I hear a lot, especially from like people like my parents even, mm-hmm. um, of you are Canadian. Yeah. Why do you care about yeah. the US election? Mm-hmm. My dad says that to me. We yeah. Get into my father later. <laughs> I'm coming for your ass, Graham. <laughs> uh, um, and I think that it's such a... Uh, an ignorant, <clears throat> Graham. <laughs> I think it's such an ignorant statement mm-hmm. to ask um, why Canadians are interested or invested in yeah. the U.S. election, because our countries are so tied. Mm-hmm. Um, we share like an entire strip of border. Yeah. We're literally like <laughs> our countries are slammed into one another, yeah. multiple states and provinces. Um, and more than that, I think there's like a mentality that is shared. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest problems when Trump got into power was all these people feeling like they were empowered in their voices of racism totally. and, you know, misogyny and all this stuff. And those are some, those are things that, like, bleed borders. Like, there yeah. are people that have similar mindsets in Canada, and they hear and see these people emboldened and empowered yeah. 
to feel this way uh-huh. and to express this hatred. And they're like, oh, you know what? I'm a speak up too in Canada. Yeah. And we've felt that. Like, totally. I, it's absolutely. We have felt the ripple effects. Absolutely. Like we've had fucking, an- like to tie this to the pandemic too, like we've had anti-mask protests mm. here. And it's like, that's not something I really expected to no. see. <laughs> no. So I think it's just like kind of crazy when people say like, oh, that's not your country. It's like, well, we share so much and like totally. there's so much bleed through of both that um, we don't really have the ability to just turn that off. <laughs> yeah. And I think on the flip side, not only are the people that maybe share like racist point of views um, or homophobic point of views or transphobic point of views hearing these things, but also... Um, people that are LGBTQ+, people that are people of color, people that are black, indigenous, hearing these views that weighs on their mental health. And as you expressed, you know, things like inter- the internet do- does not stop at the border. No. Um, and predominantly, you're seeing content made in the states and what's going on. So that is definitely going to have an effect on people's mental states, what they think is acceptable, not acceptable, whether they think they're going to be accepted or not. I recently guested on my friend Ash Gavin's podcast, We're Having Gay Sex. Shout out to them. They're fantastic. And um, they asked me, you know, as a Canadian, if I could sum it up, why it is something that angers me so much and obviously there's a lot of things that i could go on about yeah about that but in particular especially when it comes to the united states the united states worldwide is a hub for media right like you know with the only second to it being bollywood i mean we have hollywood in the in LA and those storylines make up world perceptions. Totally. The media in the States gets shown around the world more than any other media of any country around the world. Um, so it definitely ripples more than any other country. And something that always made me really sad ever since Trump got voted in was the idea that I remember growing up and being a kid and not even saying, Oh my gosh, can you imagine if you were the prime minister one day? It was always, I want to be the president. Because that's what you saw in movies. That's what you saw in TV shows. And for kids, no matter what country you're in, it was kind of this um, magical word that you always thought of as if you were the best human being ever and you were the most successful and the greatest, then you'd be the president. Yeah. Because that's what you saw in movies and that's what you saw on TV and in media and expressed as like the goal and always a cute thing when a four-year-old kid says, I'm going to be the president one day. And you're like, you idiot, you live in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And so something that has just been like so sad for me is seeing that the person who is the president of the United States meets none of the standards that were ever portrayed or expected. And um, I think that does have a really poor uh, ripple effect because people are seeing that if someone who speaks this way, treats people this way, is racist, homophobic, transphobic, um, sexist, misogynistic, a rapist can be president, then what's stopping me from doing all those things and also getting a successful position in life or people still voting for me? Yeah. Like, it really ripples across the world. Um, So I do think that it's really important that no matter where you live, but especially Canadians, also talk about it. And I think... As two people with a platform between our podcasts and other social media, I think it would be very irresponsible for us not to 
discuss it. Yeah. Um, because it does affect both us through ripple effect, but also a lot of our listeners. I checked out my analytics this morning. Um, and uh, 72% of my followers on Instagram live in the United States. Absolutely. So for me to say, oh, I'm Canadian, I'm not going to say something, when I have the platform to potentially reach thousands of people that have the potential to to go vote, the vote that I cannot make, um, and potentially make a difference, it would be so irresponsible for me to not talk about it. Yeah, I also think a good chunk of it is... um... There's so much going on in the media. Like you said, it obviously is just like worldwide about Mm -hmm. what's going on. But there's so much going on in the media. And I feel like we as queer people with a queer podcast, Mm -hmm. it is our duty for our listeners to hear that like, you know, there is validity in their thought. There are more people even in Canada supporting Mm -hmm. them. And there's this huge community still that like there is hope, you know? Totally. Yeah. And the other thing is, is like we talk a lot on this podcast about different groups or different people taking up space and the importance of giving space to um, marginalized groups. Um, And a huge part of Trump being the president is that he takes up so much fucking media space that it not only in America, that there's so many other important issues in the world going on that need attention, that need that media for support, whether it's natural disasters or other horrific things happening in politics in other countries that just don't make the headlines or don't get the attention they deserve because it's Trump, 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 because he's such a fucking dumpster fire that he takes up so much fucking space. So, like, it does affect the rest of the world because... What, wasn't it nice when, as Canadians, we hardly heard about the president of the United States? Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, now I cannot, literally cannot go an hour on my phone without seeing Trump. Exactly. And that's not just because the election's about to happen. That's been the last fucking four years. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, so <laughs> I think it's important. And I also, like you said, I want to validate that our listeners that might feel alone depending on where they live. Um, because I do think that we are very privileged to be able to have an opinion on something um, from an outside perspective. As much as it does ripple into us, like we are not living in a small red prominent town where we are constantly having to see besides virtually on Twitter, like Trump signs in people's windows. Um, I remember driving down to Portland last year and driving through Oregon with my girlfriend and we had just crossed the border and I immediately start seeing mega signs in everyone's fucking yard. And it was eerie to me. Oh, yeah. Like, it freaked me the fuck out. So the the ability for me to be able to turn off my phone or to shut off the computer and not have to see that, um, that blatant, like, hey, I'm a racist, basically, in your fucking face, or, like, I don't care about other people's rights because, like, he's going to make my taxes better or whatever the fuck they think that he's doing for them. <laughs> I, I literally don't know anymore. I would yeah, love no. to hear a valid argument, seriously. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, wow, like, there's a lot of people that wherever they live right now in the States are just constantly surrounded by this. And to me, that would be very scary. Yeah. And I also like, so one of the issues, and I think (laughs) this is why you were a little skeptical Mm -hmm. of doing this is that there is always blowback with politics always. And I know that you've posted stuff in the past Mm -hmm. and you have gotten a lot of flack. And I say a lot, like you've had (laughs) death Uh threats. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And a lot of that comes down to people saying, well, you're Canadian. Why? Yeah. You, you can't relate. And I agree with that. Yeah. I cannot relate to um, the everyday ins and outs of living with a, a president like Trump. I cannot. Totally. I am not an American citizen. Yeah. And there's only so much that I can relate to. But I think I can relate to human decency (laughs) and um, feeling unheard and feeling less than. And I remember so distinctly when Trump uh, got voted in Mm -hmm. and me as a Canadian the morning when I woke up, because at night I still kind of felt like I was on meth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right? I was like, this is a dream. I'm going to wake up. It's going to be my girl Hill um, (laughs) and all her emails. (laughs) (laughs) All her emails in her briefcase. But I went to bed and I woke up and I cried. Yeah. Cried. Human tears. Yeah. Because I felt so frustrated that I feel like Trump is always the kind of person that I feel like I am like living in spite of. Yes, totally. <laughs> he's like, that. yeah, he's like the like fucking white douche homophobic old man yeah. that I feel like is my constant like enemy in yes. life. You know, yeah. <laughs> like uh-huh. I'm like that's like someone's dad or grandpa that I or constantly the old guy at the office, that I'm constantly yeah. worried about. Yeah, and so to see so many people agree with him, I was like. Oh my god, like Scary. this is horrific. I thought I was still on meth. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no meth. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, it was just like it was so frustrating and I can't even begin to think about what it would be like if you are mm-hmm. an American citizen. Oh my god. And speaking to like the DMs I get after I post, I mean, part of having a following and doing anything of value in my opinion with it is you're going to get backlash, yeah. right? Like um I also think that people should hold the people that they follow um, accountable for utilizing their platform. I just need to say that because yeah. I know there's a lot of people um, that post really cutesy photos looking cute on the gram but haven't said shit. And to me, that is dangerous. Anyways, um, I get the DMs that are like debating me about why Trump has been wor- good for them. Right. Um, all the time. So, like, I'll post an Instagram story or whatever, a, a feed thing about voting. And I always find it really ironic, too, because I You make... get DMs from, like, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> He's been great He's for been me, great okay? for me. <laughs> this quarantine's been fantastic yeah. for me. <laughs> Billions. <laughs> Billions more. <laughs> Brienne, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And I always get these... DMs like telling me why certain parts of Trump's policies or the economy have have improved for them. Yes. As if that somehow is going to convince me that it is worth it for them to discredit the list a mile long that we could repeat 8,000 times about he's a literal rapist. That he literally is like there's people being abused killed like children have been lost thousands of children have been lost because of him like the blatant homophobia and transphobia it's the fact that you can sit there in your home and say to yourself 
all those people suffering is okay because I had to pay a little bit less on my taxes this year. Yeah. Is so fucking sad. Like, seriously, like, I, when I read those messages, all I think to myself is, could you imagine being that much of a shell of a fucking human being that you're so fucking pathetic that all you fucking care about is it's actually making me, sorry, I'm getting emotional. Yeah. All you fucking care about is yourself. Oh, yeah. And it's so hard, like, speaking to, like, you saying when you heard that he won and you were, like, emotionally taken back by it. Because it's so frustrating to kind of have that reality kind of hit you in the face that so many people still think that you don't deserve the rights as other people. Yeah. And that whether they agree with it or not, it's not important enough for them to fight for you just to get an extra paycheck. Oh, yeah. And I think that that's, like... <sighs> When you're getting death threats and stuff from people explaining why um, a certain president is good for them. If you can't separate yourself enough to yeah. say, oh, maybe it's a problem that it's been beneficial for me and not all of these people of color, all of these oh women, God. all of these other queer people. Like, that's just so confusing to me. And I don't wish harm on any of these people. I don't, you know, I don't even wish to, like, fight somebody that has a differing opinion of me yeah. because I'm just like, I can't relate. And I don't know what to do. Yeah, and I, I feel feel sorry for you. Yes, that's how I feel. Because, like, also, like, the it's fact that crazy. Brie's getting emotional, we've talked about, like, mental health. <laughs> we've talked about all the depression. I can hold it together pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so this like, is a good one. <laughs> this is really stirring it up yeah. for me. So, as a Canadian, yes. I can directly relate to um, that last point that you made. Yeah. Because, so we just had a um, provincial yes. election in B.C. And... We don't have a Republican Party. We have conservatives. And even federally, our conservative party, um, gay marriage is not on the docket. Abortions are not on the yeah. docket. Things like that. Our conservatives are more liberal than, than some places. Yeah, totally. <laughs> U.S. Um, yeah. So I... It's not... They're not as bad, but that they're still shit sometimes yeah. for a lot of things. Anyways, um, in our provincial election, our conservatives... There weren't even conservatives... In, I would say, like, 50% of the ridings. Yeah. Like, they're just so not, in BC at least, so not, mm -hmm. like, a possibility that yeah. they don't even have people in the ridings. No. They didn't, I think, win a single seat. I don't think they did, no. Which is, like, nice to see. Yeah. But federally, our election was, what, a year? A year and a half. And a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and I've talked about this before, but a big, like, big issue for me was my dad voted mm -hmm. conservative. And yeah. I love my dad. And once again, I've said this all the time. Like, I think he's very open-minded. Mm -hmm. He is so supportive of me. Like, my yeah. parents are great. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. like, ragging on them for this. Mm -hmm. But I was so upset yeah. when I found out that he voted conservative. And I was like, I like you every reason that you're telling me is yeah. financial. Yeah. And if you can't relate to, to mm. me as your queer son saying, I get that your taxes are probably gonna go up, yeah. but there are bigger things yeah. at hand. Like if I can't argue not argue, if I can't convince you yeah. that um somebody that respects my rights <laughs> is yeah. more important than money. Totally. Like, that is hard. Oh, yeah. And that genuinely, like, I cried at the table. Like, I got in mm. heated arguments after the fact because I was yeah. just so frustrated. You're putting, like, a price tag on human rights. Yeah, and especially, like, somebody in your own family. Like, especially with the, like, support that uh -huh. I've seen from my family. Totally. Um, to hear that, I was just, like, it was such a slap in the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, it's just like you <laughs> you spend so long thinking that like all you have is support that something like that happens, you're like, fuck, like, you know, like mm-hmm. Finances should not be the end all be all. Totally. I'm like, oh, is, does it suck that your taxes are going to go up for some social services? <laughs> oh no, those dreaded social services always getting in the way. <laughs> okay, I watched the other day an amazing documentary that I highly recommend. Um, the, it was called The Way I See It. Okay. And it was, I, I think I talked to you and Lauren maybe about it briefly, but um, it was Barack Obama's photographer yeah and um he was also um regan's photographer i think i hope i'm getting that right anyways <laughs> i'm just shooting out another republican president um anyways it was interesting seeing hearing his perspective because i think a lot of the debate has been very polarizing beyond between um blue and red yeah right as it usually is in American politics. And um, a lot of the people in my DMs and everything else are like, I'm Republican because X, Y, Z and whatever. I could see that debate working for some, um, not for me, but for some um, presidential candidates. Okay. But um, it was interesting hearing this photographer's perspective because he basically said, Despite not agreeing with a lot of the Republican president's um, opinions and choices during his presidency, while he was there, because he's the photographer, he's there like 24-7 in the White House, constantly taking photos. Um, He was there the whole time. And he said, despite not agreeing with a lot of these decisions, he saw a leader. He saw someone who believed that they were doing the best for people. Um people respected him um he was had natural leader characteristics he believed at the end of the day that he was a kind person he had a ton of respect for his wife he treated people with respect um the list goes on so he's like he's like i can separate not agreeing with everyone's opinions uh religious political whatever it may be if you also have these things because um that's okay. You're not going to agree with every choice that a president makes. So then he compares that to Trump and the fact that Trump has none of those things. Yes. (laughs) So I don't care if you, let's take a moment here and just say you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. Let's just talk about the fact that Trump is an awful human being. Yeah. And it's actually been really cool to see the movement of people that are registered Republicans coming out and really prominent registered Republicans coming out and saying, I'm still a Republican and I'm still a registered Republican and I still believe in X, Y, Z, a lot of things I disagree with, but I will not be voting for Trump just because he's such a fucking piece of garbage. Yeah. And there's been a lot of that. I had had someone in my comments just the other day um, say, um, hey, thanks so much for posting this. I am a registered Republican, but I'm also a woman, so I absolutely will not be voting for Trump. Yeah. And I thought, that's awesome. Like, I have no problem with people having differing opinions um, and um, being able to have a choice. That's the reason there is voting. That's the reason we're in democracy, is making your choice. What I don't agree with is having lists and lists a mile long and being so, like blinded to 
who this person actually is and what they've actually done and not being able to like willing to actually open your mind or debate it because then you're just saying no matter what I'm just voting for this person because it's Republican yeah and you're not even thinking about who that person is like that person's making world choices like that person almost got you all in fucking World War Three literally like, which might have been better at this which point honestly <laughs> this point might have been an okay yeah. alternative but like it's it's not going well yeah so it's just one of those things that I think it's become bigger than blue or red. It's like Trump is literally he doesn't he's not deserving of being a president. Yeah. He he cannot do the job. Like he's awful. Well, I think that's like the one of the biggest issues. I mean, there's a lot of big issues, mm-hmm. but um, one of the biggest issues I feel once again, I'm a Canadian. So you mm-hmm. can take this all with a grain of salt mm-hmm. um, or a block of salt. At this we point. know that people are going to come for us. Yeah. Us, and so like, what is. Just be prepared. anyways, <laughs> um, I think one of like the biggest issues is that he's just made such like a mockery yes. of a position that holds so much power. Yeah. And I think that he's done damage that we will see for, Republican and Democratic presidents to come because it's like if you push so many envelopes not in a good sense Mm -hmm. if you try to get away with all this stuff and do get away with all this stuff Mm -hmm. once you're out like you've just kind of made a farce of this position like people see how how far you can push it how much you can get away with you can be impeached you can literally say like grab them by the pussy like things to me that when I heard the grab him by the pussy part, mm-hmm. I was like, he's done. Yeah. He's over. Because anyone else would have been. I, it's like you're literally on tape saying that you can just grab women by the pussy, which to me, like that celebrities, mm-hmm. activists, anybody yeah. that says that, that should be like, wow, yeah. done. done. But people were like, eh. Yeah, we can see past that. Yeah. And it's so true. Like, any other president before this, it had this standard, right? Which it should. It's a fucking huge, powerful position. But almost to the extreme, like, they used to pick apart people's families. Yeah. Like, they used to, like, like they were digging for any little bit of dirt because you're supposed to be, if you're going to be trying to be the president, then your family's got to be perfect, your history's got to be perfect, your record's got to be perfect, everything's got to line up. Ducks in a row and all your family members and everything. Yeah. Like, they're going to find every skeleton in the closet. And there were some that would not even like be a grain of sand in Trump's desert that were scandals. Yeah. Like literally like someone gets a hand job one time in their life and they're literally like like the scandal Billy of boy. the fucking century. <laughs> and then Trump is on record like literally knowingly has had multiple affairs on his multiple wives. Yeah. Is not a family man. <laughs> like is like has like 20-something girls on record saying that he abused them. Yeah, he's currently, like, fighting to have his DNA not part of, like, a sexual assault case. Like, which, like, <laughs> which if what? if his DNA wasn't in it, he would just be not incriminated by it. Like, like so, like, anybody, why would you be fighting that if you have no I, guilt in it? Like, and that's the thing, like, it's like, we could go on for 8,000 <laughs> podcasts about all the things that any one of them, usually for any past president or you know, what we thought was going to be any future president would be pulled up out of the skeleton in the closet and they would be done. Yeah. And instead, it's like 
It's to the point that, like, you could tell me Trump literally murdered Melania. <laughs> and I'm not joking you. Which Melania? Oh, yeah, fake, the fake one or Fake the one, two, three, or real. <laughs> yeah. Who's probably in a bunker somewhere. Seriously. And I would literally be like, yeah, that sounds about right. And maybe he still will be the next yeah. president. Yeah. Like, we're, that's, that's how fucked it is that this person could do all this. Make a mockery of the position. Make a mockery of the standard of being the president of the United yeah. States. And then like, still could potentially be voted back in. Like, it's literally sick. Come on, people. Like, no one can tell me, listen to this, when you think about it rationally. Despite what you believe when it comes to, like, his beliefs that they line up. Just think about the person. Like, you... Come on. That's the thing is, like... I don't think Joe Biden is the best candidate. Was Barack Obama a perfect president? Is anybody going to be a perfect president? No. But, like, wasn't it nice to, like, sure you dis... (laughs) I think it used to go back to disagreeing with policies. Yeah. And I think that's how it should be. Yes. Like, there are policies that we put in place that people will feel some type of way about. Uh That is democracy. That is what policies are. They're, you know, they're going to have some blowback either way. So I think, like, we've passed the point. Yeah. We don't even have time to talk about the policy. Disagreeing with a policy. What's that? Trump just called me a fag. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know... (laughs) To my face, in my DM, he sent me a video. <laughs> you know, literally direct tweet. Yeah. Like, so it's like, God. it's like I am absolutely always Canada, U.S., everything, always open for like open and honest conversation about yeah. policies and all that. But to me, it really genuinely goes back to like there are so many people that are being. <laughs> <laughs> Me, like, trying to be serious, and you're just, like, (laughs) picturing this DM. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it's, like, I'm always... (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Just, what is this world? Like, am I in the Twilight Zone? I know, Every once in a while, these hysterical, like, half-crying, half-laughing moments from, like, what has the world become? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, okay, let's, <laughs> I am always open for, like, honest conversation, and I think, like, for a while there, that's what, that's what all politics are about, you know, like, hearing out the other side, and I think that is always important, but to me, it's like, I don't know, it's, if you can't hear the other side of me saying, uh, this president disrespects all yeah. people of color, queer people, yeah. women, all of that, like, I don't know how to hear your side of it. Totally. Like, 100%. You know? I would love if someone just said, listen, Trump is the worst person on the planet. But I want money. But I want money. Absolutely. Because I'm like, are you wrong for that? In my opinion, morally, yes. Yes, but but are you right for you love money? Girl, yeah. Get that bag. <laughs> Get that, like, at least you're honest. Like, I'm so sick of these people trying to twist it yeah. and find these, like, half statements that, like... Like, I get people in my DMs all the time, like, Trump is so great for the LGBTQ plus community. I'm like, bitch, where? And then they, like, pull up some weird half statement that, like, didn't actually do anything, but he didn't, like, outwardly be like Sean Lusk is... Yeah. <laughs> this one time. He did yesterday. He did yesterday. Yeah, he did yesterday. <laughs> um, and, um, and they think that's enough. And I'm like, the level of standard is so lowered for this man yeah. that people are grasping. Like, just say you want the cash. Yeah, you just want the say, cointata. <laughs> yeah, just say, like, 
mommy and daddy told me that in our Lux white neighborhood, we need Trump yeah. to keep this as Lux as if possible. If I want my inheritance to keep up, yeah. up, up, and I'm going to need daddy Trump in the office <laughs> yeah. 12 more years. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the horror. And, oh, you know what's so frustrating? Just to get into, like, media and all mm. that. It's so, like... I, I, fake media is just a whole like I yeah. just don't understand this like distrust of everything like mm-hmm. the distrust of um, okay here's the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> people are always like um, talking about how they can't trust the government and all this stuff mm-hmm. and like that's that's uh, why we need Trump in office but I'm like you're you're you have no trust in the office now yeah and he's the president like I'm so confused I mean you, your man's in there but like, you still don't trust you still don't trust the government or what they're telling you about like pandemics and all this stuff like you're like yeah, yeah. I don't listen to the government but the government is yours currently <laughs> <laughs> he's your dude like, and you still don't trust him and also it's like constantly been proven that he like he like it's almost at this point like you got to give it to him in some way. Like, he straight up says that he lies. Like, word for word. He's like, oh, yeah, remember when I first heard about, uh, well, he doesn't say the coronavirus. He says something else that's very racist. But when I first heard about that, yeah, I didn't tell anyone for months because I just didn't feel like it. Yeah. And then it's like flash to his thing saying, oh, we just found out about it yesterday. Like, he doesn't even make it hard to figure out. It's like he just, like, has, like, a spinning wheel and he just throws, like, a few darts at it in the morning of, like, some weird claim he's going (laughs) to Yeah. Like, I I would agree with people maybe if they said, I I like Trump in office because... I can trust the office more because he exposes himself because he's so fucking stupid. So at least we figure out what actually is going on behind the scenes because he just tells people. Or like if somebody was like, I like having Trump in office because I have so much to talk about. Yeah. And he's just, he's just loony. Yeah. You know, they're like, he's just spicing it up and I'm getting the coin. I'd be like, okay, those are the only points that I get. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god people are definitely going to come for us but the, I find it ironic minutes. that you have posted about politics before mm. and people will say how dare you you should <laughs> fucking die <laughs> It's up. like you should hear my side, but not before you kill yourself. <laughs> like, like I'm like, wait, hold on. One you're person getting... told me they were gonna drive over the border with a gun and kill me personally. <gasps> yeah. So that was you're like, gun. good luck getting through the border <laughs> now, bitch. So I released a little corona <laughs> yeah. across and close those borders right up. That's like how how also like they're like, how dare you speak on politics? I'm gonna come shoot you in the face. <laughs> like what the fuck? I'm like, you proved your point. You got like, us. Like honestly. Yeah. Okay, so I posted recently uh, and my post on Instagram said, We cannot agree to disagree about whether I should have the same rights. And then all my caption is, and there's a point to me reading this out loud, is I've heard and seen a lot of everyone is entitled to their own opinion perspectives lately. I want to take a minute to say that if your opinion is transphobic, homophobic, sexist, racist, ableist, or in any way limits someone's basic human rights that you have had the privilege of never fearing for, then you are a fucking asshole. That's all I've got today. Vote. Nowhere in that did I mention a party. Did I mention 
Trump, Biden, anything. Yeah. So why I pers- worded it like that purposely is because I was like, anyone who debates me on this post. Means they've already implied in their head <laughs> who it is. <laughs> like, they have They're implied. Like, sexist, ableist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She's talking about Trump. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, oh, yeah, sexist. Okay, yeah, like, racist. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be able to connect those dots so easily. You shouldn't, <laughs> right? Because in normal presidency candidates, yeah. you maybe wouldn't know if I didn't mention who I was talking about. Or in a Canadian election, if I didn't specifically say different parties, because things are a lot more blurred or close together or, you know, different groups have um, different pros and cons. And it's not so, like, starkly contrasted with Trump. And in my convo, I got a bunch of strongly worded DMs about that. Was this the drive over the border? Um. Oh, this was not the driver over oh, the border. Okay. That, that was because I was like was, very uh, confused if they are messaging you like last week about driving over the border because I don't. I think well, they have a rude wake up call. No, that was that was that was that was, that was, that was a little. That death threat was a few months ago. <laughs> also, how do you think you're going to drive over the border with a gun? <laughs> okay, so one person, William, said, "Do what?" Question mark. What rights are being taken from women and not men? Um. Okay. First of all, I never was debating in the <laughs> caption anything about men's or women's rights. So I just love that people expose themselves because they, their inner things that they know are shitty about themselves or their own belief, they just expose themselves. Because I didn't actually say anything besides don't be transphobic, homophobic, racist, sexist, yeah. and vote. Yeah. So if you're voting and those things are not checked off, then you're, you're good. good to go, baby. Good. So you know you're not good <laughs> yeah. with those things by voting that way. Like, I had, like, people coming for me. Okay, so um, John Oliver, not the John Oliver <laughs> that I actually like. This is a different John Oliver. Says, I'm convinced you leftists only have interactions between other leftists and actual hateful or violent racists. Normal people, even very conservative ones, don't think there are humans who shouldn't have the same rights as everyone else. So once again, I never said where I was. He doesn't even know I'm from Canada. I never said anything about either party. I never said I'm a leftist. I never said who has those beliefs. And you're debating me about the fact that you, sir, John, do not feel that way. Well, you you must know that you are that way if you feel the need to debate that. Because I would argue that people, if they read that caption and they didn't think that they were sexist, racist, homophobic, they'd be like, perfect, the person I'm voting for is not those things. So why are you debating me in the comments when I didn't even mention that? It's, like, so crazy. Like, I literally don't even understand. Um Okay. Then I love it because someone came from him and said, I'm a registered Republican. It's not about who you think should or shouldn't have rights. It's about who does and who clearly does not. There yeah. are issues that have been... Anyways, they were saying that they're not voting for Trump, even though they're a registered Republican. And then John responds, who the fuck doesn't have rights, LOL? <laughs> <laughs> so this is the kind of shit... Like, people come out of the woodwork, yeah. right? And a lot of people don't, like, clearly have just found my profile... Somehow someone shared it to their story or like it showed up on their explore page and it burns this anger inside of them because they're like, I'm so annoyed that I know I'm a racist and and you said that racist people are wrong. I'm very annoyed that you vaguely implied that (laughs) racists should be 
not racist, and I, a racist, <laughs> was triggered by that. <laughs> and now I will shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, like, that's, like, the mentality of these people. Yeah. So it's, like, crazy. And I know, like, I had to talk with my mom about it. She was like, oh, my God, like, doesn't that stress you out? Like, getting all these death DMs threats. and death threats and stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah. Like, it's obviously stressful to think that a freaking crazy person could, like, want to kill me. But at the end of the day, like... I do not want to live a life where I don't use my platform for those things. Like, honestly, like I, this is going to sound really dark. Worst case scenario, if I died for saying what's right. Yeah. Honestly, that's fine by me. Right. Like, I, I that sounds super dark. That's and when very I said, dark. When I said that to my mom, she was like horrified. She was like, okay, girl. Um, <laughs> going to put you in a 5150. <laughs> but I'm like, honestly, like, I... I just I would not be able to sit with myself and not say things yeah. because I I do think that I have um, a responsibility. I think anyone has a responsibility to be outspoken. And if you're listening, um, where are we at in this episode? Oh, I think I think we're good. I had a couple tips for okay. people um, that I found helpful. Um, one of my friends and Sean's friend Cammy shared, and it was like, and my friend Kate shared this post about uh, tips that you can do today in the last like stretch if you're listening and you're feeling frustrated. And uh, the first was making sure that you know five people in your life have voted or are going to vote right. and establishing with them how they're going to do that, what their plan is. Um, because it works a lot in the same way as um, like going to the gym. If someone says, I'm going to go to the gym at this time, and it's like, okay, let's all send a picture to each other when we're at the gym, you're more likely to show up. Yeah. It's a lot easier for people that are kind of like are indifferent. I don't know how you could be indifferent on a selection, but anyways, that's beyond the point. To like all of a sudden tomorrow, it's the last day to vote. It gets to 5 p.m. They're a little tired from work, and they're like, eh, no one's going to know whether I voted or not. Yeah. You know, so establish with five people a voting plan and say, let's all send a picture of our I voted sticker, whatever it may be. Um, also, there's a lot of really cool organizations out there. Check out at Kate Austin with two ends on Instagram because she's posting a lot of resources about uh, lines that you can call in to do cold calling over the next 24 hours if you're interested in promoting um, your party. And um, third is to be kind to yourself because at the end of the day, as we're at the point now that it's better to use your resources to talk to friends to make sure that they're getting out there to vote than reading Twitter feeds or news feeds. Yeah. Because debating with those people, you're not going to change your mind at this point. You just need to make sure that the people that are going to vote um, for Biden get out there and do it. Yeah. That's what I got. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that from an outsider's perspective, mm -hmm. I think one of the issues with the 2016 election was that it was honestly... And this is a good chunk of media's fault. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Uh, me saying fake media, like <laughs> agreeing with Trump. Yeah. Should I vote for him? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, I think a problem with the media around that time was that it was honestly painted as like such a far off joke. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, well, like this crazy guy is running. But like 100%. obviously and like all the all the. Early polls were showing, you know, Hillary so ahead mm -hmm. that I think that a lot of young people and a lot of people weren't getting out to vote because it felt like the job was already done. Yeah. You it know? felt like a joke. Like, obviously, Trump's not going to win. Yeah. And so they're like, whatever. oh, well, like, you know, there's enough people mm -hmm. voting. I mean, Hillary still technically won. But yeah. <laughs> um, and I hope hope this year and these past four years has proven that, like, it isn't a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's made it a joke, but that's a <laughs> different, not in a fun way. Yeah. Um, 
it isn't a joke and like we need, you know, mm-hmm. power of the people. And I don't want to imply that every fucking Republican is a racist and a misogynist. I don't think that's true. I think that this has been proven by a lot of people saying I don't agree with yeah. this current president. But I think it's like, fuck, we need a reset. Yeah, we do. We need a reset to once again, like I said, it getting back to us debating policies, mm-hmm. not fucking human decency Absolutely. and human rights. You know, it's just like more. I feel like respect and dignity mm-hmm. is on the ballot. So please vote. Get out there and vote. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's the day. We're maybe gonna cry or never have a podcast <laughs> oh again, depending God. how it goes. Um, and yeah, your your vote matters, and uh, we will also, I'm sure, make a podcast like this for our election as well. Totally. Yeah. Just so you guys know, it's 100%. not like we're just fucking putting our foot in the, the U.S. pond and not joining ours. Yay! But NDP won PC. Yes, a very good party won in our province which is like a state so but federally we also have a decently good person yeah so i mean he's still once again debating policies policies not the person (laughs) which is quite refreshing because oh my god remember who was that crazy party like it was like the people's oh yeah people's People's party Party, or something there was this like insane (laughs) very racist like misogynistic (laughs) party that came out and immediately they were gone yeah which was very refreshing to see okay we needed that little check (laughs) yeah we're not that bad yeah um yeah no definitely it's you've heard it enough but seriously get out there and vote it still fucking haunts me that Four or five years ago, between four and five years ago, when we found out Trump won, that the day before I saw on Twitter this uh, huge like feed and movement of hashtag vote for Harambe. And all of these millennials on Twitter thought it would be funny because they were sure Clinton was going to win to vote for a dead gorilla. <laughs> And literally, they had, like, one of those change.org things with, like, 20,000 signatures. And I was like, what the flying fuck? Yeah. Like, that was the mentality. It was like, oh, it's done. Trump's a joke. It's never going to happen. So you really need to get out there and do it. Do not listen to what the, like, stats pre-voting say. We know it needs to be a landslide because he's so fucking crazy that he's going to get out of there, like, kicking and screaming like a fucking toddler. Oh, one other point before we end this is just going to go over time. Um, I find it so funny when people keep phrasing, um, are you going to, like, hand over a peaceful, you know, transfer of power? I don't like how people phrase it like he has an option. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> like, oh, would you like to would let you, the the people's vote actually matter? Like, like why or are not? You, why are you phrasing it in a way like he can say no? <laughs> he gets voted out by democracy, which yeah. is what the whole why wouldn't you be like so? On. You know, what are you planning to get up to on the day you get voted out? You know, like <laughs> what are you gonna do instead of like? And he are, never gives an answer. No, because they're like, like they want like the shock and awe of being like he's not going to. I'm like, well, you fucking let him take that option. Like, what does that even mean? The Secret Service is going to remove you. Yeah. Like, what is he just going to sit there and pout? And they're like, "Well, he won't leave." Well, he's eating fries. <laughs> he's eating fries he's a and busy. a giant Pepsi. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to leave with one last thing, <laughs> and that is that I fucking love Gen Zers on TikTok with their trend. Shout out to anyone who's done this, where they describe their new boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other to their parents with things that Trump has done or yes. said. And then their parents are like horrified and they're like, why are you dating this person? Like, no, you shouldn't even be friends with this person. You shouldn't even know this person. And they're like, oh, well, then why are you voting for Trump? And you see the parents' faces all of a sudden be like, 
I've been, oh. I've been duped. And then they're like, they don't know what to say. So they all are just like, oh, well, that's that's a different thing. That's a different thing. And the kid's like, how? Yeah. How, mom and dad? Like, please tell me how it's different. And they never have anything to say. <laughs> so, you know what? I love it because I see the way that the world is changing. And I know we've had a really shitty four years, especially in the media, no matter where you live, hearing all this bullshit. But know that there are good people out there. And I really believe in the future generations. Like, I do see that shift. Yeah. Which I think is going to be really prevalent in the next, like, 10 years when all these people grow up and can vote. Like, it's going to be a game changer. So, we're moving in the right direction. Get out there and vote. Um, um, wherever you're listening, make sure that you follow and subscribe to us. We really appreciate it. Also, make sure to te- check us out on social media at I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brian Williamson. And we want to give a big shout out to our patron, Aiden, who supports our podcast over on Patreon. We really, really appreciate it. Seriously, it does not go unnoticed. And we want to thank all of you for your generosity by supporting us on Patreon and buying our merch. It's so cool to see all of you tagging us on social media in all the merch that you've got from us and you're rocking it and it's really cool and if you want to check that out you can head to our instagram at i can explain podcast and click the link in the bio until next time we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. why does my laptop sound like it's taking i know off? i was kind of like, like waiting am i for running it? the sims 4 <laughs> like <laughs>